Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and we are in the midst of a very big week. So I'm glad you're here tuning in to what the planets have to tell you. Before we get into it, take that out. Before we get into it, I just want to let you know that the new moon in Pisces is occurring on Wednesday. I will be teaching my new moon restorative yoga ritual on Sunday for the members of Online Yoga Club. The price of Online Yoga Club is going up $9 on Sunday. So if you want to start setting your intentions for the new moon with me, releasing the blocks at the full moon, going through a embodied ritual of moving your body, restoring, meditating, journaling, if you want to go on that journey with me as well as practice yoga every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you are more than welcome to join me in online yoga club and you can go to veronicaparetti.com slash yoga and learn all about it there. I'd love to have you. It's really one of my favorite things that I do because I weave the astrology into the yoga. So this is Pisces season. We're focusing on restorative fish. We're doing breath work. We're doing meditation. Once we get into Aries season, we'll rev up our practice a little bit. So we're really working in collaboration with the planets. So it's perfect for someone who wants to have a physical embodied practice that actually tunes into the cosmic. And that's my spiel. I'll leave it there. I hope you will join us. So moving on. New Moon in Pisces is on Wednesday. That is the main thing this week, but there are other very important things going on as well. Of course, astrology is not black and white. There are shades of gray. So all of the transits and all of the energies are commingling and we're not just feeling them on the days that they're happening because it's always like this you might get some tough stuff you might get some great stuff but then they mix and then we have a unique experience and expression of that energy and of course i know a lot of you have questions about ukraine and what's going on there and what to expect and what we can predict and did we know and all of those questions that people come to astrology with when big world events happen Now, there's a few things that I want to mention, which is one, we are in the midst of our Pluto return as a nation. And the Pluto return of the U.S. dates back to the Declaration of Independence, 1776, even though the Revolutionary War was going on from 1775 to 1783. But there's an energy around that Pluto return that we're experiencing, the first one for our country, for those of us that are Americans, that has to do with independence. We were breaking free. We were claiming our independence from the constitutional monarchy of Great Britain. And at that time, Saturn was squaring Uranus. And that is something that we have going on right now. We were living through it all of 2021. And we still are feeling the remnants of it. It's certainly lightening up, but we will feel it more intensely again come the fall. But this is a similar energy, right? So this is what's going on with Russia invading the Ukraine. It's different, but similar. I 
was thinking about the word revolution because we often use that word when we talk about Uranus. And revolution has a connotation to us in society based on the Revolutionary War, right? And this idea of fighting against something and breaking free. So I wanted to share with you the definition of the word revolution, because I think that's really helpful in terms of what we're seeing in the world, but also in terms of astrology. The definition for a revolution is one, a forcible overthrow of a government or social order in favor of a new system. That's what we were seeing at the Revolutionary War. Number two, the second definition is an instance of revolving. So when we talk about the planets, we're also talking about revolution. One revolution is the planet going around the sun. So when we're talking about revolution, we're talking about the wheel. We're talking about the cycle. We're talking about the turning of time. It's not just a turning over into something new. It is also a returning to something old. And so human history has had many wars and many groups of people fighting for their freedom and fighting for their independence and fighting tyranny and fighting plutocracies. And a lot of what we see happening in Russia is the plutocracy. And a lot of what we see happening in America right now could be considered a plutocracy. And Pluto is the planet that is associated with greed. So that's a lot of what we're seeing right now. And remember that last week, Mars squared Eris. Eris is the goddess of war. She is also the energy that illuminates where there is greed and arrogance and hubris. So we have the perfect storm of all of these planets coming together. We had that Pluto square Eris that was pretty much in the collective from 2020 through 2021. We're just starting to let go of it. And then Mars came in last week and squared Eris. So we have the God of War and the Goddess of War squaring off. And now this week we have Mars joining Pluto in the sky. And of course, that is going to lead to some fireworks. I'm sure of it. The best thing you can do is maintain your peace. So we all want peace in the world right now. That's what we're, we're looking for. We want the Ukrainians to be able to live in peace in their country. In these moments when you feel really helpless, like what can I possibly do when these people are struggling halfway around the world? What you can do is maintain your peace you can make sure that you are showing up in a way that fosters harmony in your life and with the people around you. So I hope that's a little bit helpful. There are some really interesting things going on in Putin's chart as well. Last week, the sextile between Mars, Venus, and Neptune created a yod with his chart. I talked about that on Instagram stories. A finger of God is always something that pushes us to manifest our destiny. And that finger of God that was created between the Venus-Mars sextiling Neptune pointing to the Pluto in Putin's chart. And of course, again, Pluto often has to do with greed. 
So back to the new moon for this week, we have a new moon in Pisces, inspiring you to make wishes, surrendering your desires to the forces that be, and allowing yourself to receive. Pisces teaches us about yin energy, the feminine energy of receiving. So often when I talk about intention setting and I talk about you dictate your fate and you have free will and all of that is so true. There is also something to be said about faith, having faith that it will work out, having faith that you will receive the goodness. So this week we have a new moon that is conjunct Jupiter and Jupiter is the planet that is most associated with our sense of faith and belief. So when Jupiter is involved, it gives us a sense of confidence and optimism and hope and faith. And this is a week where we're really going to have to lean into that. So sometimes we have to take a minute and step back from our typical way of doing things in the Western world, which is go, 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 do, 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 work harder, push, push, push. Mars and Pluto this week are going to want us to do that. And that's going to be helpful for focus. And that's going to be helpful for getting through the to-do list. But I want you to be thinking about things from a grander scale. I want you to be taking the spiritual perspective as well as the material perspective. So on the material level, there's going to be a lot of energy behind the pushing. And on the spiritual level, there is an incredible opening for faith, surrender, and receiving abundance. And I want you to be able to tap into that this week. And I know it's really hard with so much going on in the world. And I know that it's tempting to stay plugged in all the time when there are big world events happening. And I'm not saying that you should tune them out, but I am saying you should protect your mental health. And I want you to lean into maintaining your peace so that you can be a force of peace in the world because we dictate our fate and we dictate the energy that we put out to the people around us. So if each and every person that is listening to this podcast right now committed to being a force for peace this week, that means a lot of people in the world would experience some sense of ease. A lot of people in this world would experience a sense of harmony. So maintain your peace and be a force for harmony in the world this week, even when you really, really, really want to give in to the urge to just push, push, push. Okay. It is also Mardi Gras and Lent this week. So we have the anticipation of the rebirth and the rebirth of Easter, of course, if you are um, of the Christian faith, but spring because spring equinox is coming. Airy season is on its way. So this is a time of year that we're preparing ourselves and anticipating the next chapter. So after we go through this experience of moving inward with the new moon in Pisces, we're going to have a shift this week when Venus and Mars move into Aquarius. All of the planets are clustered in the final signs of the zodiac from Capricorn through Pisces. And these are the final signs of the zodiac that have to do with who we are out in the world, who we are in the community, and our understanding of 
our soul, our spiritual connection. So there is a concentration here about being engaged with things that are not of the material realm, with things that are less tangible, that require a sense of curiosity, wonder, and openness. And this new moon conjunct Jupiter is offering the perfect, perfect crack in the chaos for you to lean into that this week. Have you ever thought I would love to set my new moon intentions with Veronica? If so, I have the perfect thing for you. Every month in Online Yoga Club, I teach a new moon and a full moon restorative ritual. You get to join me not only for restorative yoga and meditation practice, but also you get to set your intentions with me. We do some journaling work. It is a wonderful bringing together of all of the things that are part of my own spiritual practice. I'd love to have you join us. You can go to veronicapretty.com slash yoga and learn more about online yoga club. On Monday, we have the moon squaring Uranus as well as the moon conjunct Mercury and Saturn. This is activating the Saturn square Uranus that we lived with all of 2021. So you might have some frustration and agitation coming up on Monday. On Tuesday, the moon moves into Pisces. This is an invitation to release, to surrender, to let go. In the hours before the new moon, you always want to release and let go and make space for the seeds that you will be planting after the new moon. On Wednesday, we have a new moon in Pisces at 12.35 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be at 12 degrees Pisces. So if you use an app like Time Passages or you have a copy of your chart, you can look at 12 degrees Pisces and see where this new moon is occurring. It's a really potent one because Jupiter is conjunct the new moon. Jupiter is at 14 degrees Pisces. This means that the new moon and Jupiter are in a sextile with Uranus. This is a wonderful new moon for planting seeds because there's a lot of fertile energy. All of the planets in the sky are right now in Pisces and Capricorn and Taurus and water and earth. When they come together, it makes mud. And that is the most fertile thing to plant your seeds in. Of course, we do have Mercury and Saturn in Aquarius, they are not talking to the other planets. The planets that are talking to one another are all in Pisces and then Capricorn and Taurus. So this is a really nice new moon for planting some seeds for what you want to create next year, the next zodiacal year, which starts on the spring equinox on March 20th, later this month. We do have Venus, Mars, and Pluto all clustered in Capricorn right now, and they are trining the North Node and sextiling the South Node. So you know when Venus, Mars, and Pluto get together in Capricorn, they can make stuff happen. They can make a war happen, but they can also make some good stuff happen in your life. Because remember, energy is neutral. So it's a matter of how you use this energy. There are a lot of people who had that yod in their chart last week, 
because there are a lot of people that have Pluto at 22 degrees Leo, just like Putin. And a lot of people did not start a war last week. So remember, the energy is neutral. It's a matter of how you use it. And the reason you tune into this podcast every week is so that you know what's coming and you can use it for your highest good as well as the highest good for everyone around you. So I want you to lean into your biggest dreams this week with the new moon. I want you to have faith that Jupiter will deliver and Allow yourself to surrender to that new moon and let yourself receive. Instead of writing down an intention that requires a lot of hard work from just you, I want you to do this ritual. I want you to do this exercise that I do sometimes when I feel like I need some help from the universe. You're going to write down your wish, your biggest, grandest wish. And a wish doesn't have to be something that you actually can see coming true. It might be really not practical for you right now. It doesn't mean that it's going to come true tomorrow. It doesn't mean that it's going to come true next week. Maybe it's something that will actually manifest into your reality in five years. But your biggest, grandest dream, you're going to write that down on a piece of paper. And then you're going to draw a line down the center of the paper, just like a pro-con list. And on the left side of the piece of paper, you're going to write all of the things that you can do to make that dream happen. And then on the right side of the paper, you're going to write all of the things that the universe is going to do to support you. If you like universe, you can use that term. If you like God, you can use that term. If you like source energy, use that term. Maybe use Jupiter. Jupiter is the god of the gods in Roman mythology. So you can ask Jupiter to do the work. Remember, Jupiter encourages us to have faith that it will work out. So lean into him this week. With Saturn hanging out in techie, community-oriented Aquarius until 2023, we're all redefining our relationship to social media. So I've been going old school. Yep, I'm really into texting. It's so 2002. Every two to three days, I send an astro update right to your phone. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401 and you'll always be in the know when Mercury retrogrades and when the new moon arrives, along with any other significant planetary happenings. Text I'm in to 917-540-3401. So on Thursday, Venus and Mars both conjunct Pluto because the three of them are hanging out at the tail end of Capricorn. This means that the three of them are working together as one force. We feel them all intertwined. So it's hard to decipher who's doing what because Mars and Pluto together create such a sense of aggression It can create greed. It can manifest as being impulsive. You might feel like, where is Venus and all of that? Is she getting a say at the table? And on one hand, she might not. She might get overpowered by Mars and Venus. On the other hand, she might do some of the negotiating. Because remember, Pluto, while it can be destructive, it also can be strategic. 
So there might be some negotiating that happens here, but there might be some really hot tempers with Mars and Pluto together. So let's see what happens on Thursday. We are feeling that energy throughout the week. Remember, astrology, it's not contained neatly. It's like life. One thing runs into the other. As we have endings, we also have beginnings and we have middle parts all coinciding at the same time. So Saturday, the sun is going to meet up with Jupiter. And this is what some astrologers call the quote-unquote luckiest day of the year. It's a day that a lot of people look forward to. Every year, the sun meets Jupiter and illuminates Jupiter's goodness. All of the stuff we talked about earlier, faith, abundance, hope, optimism, confidence. Remember, when the sun illuminates something, it illuminates the good and the bad. So with Jupiter, that might manifest as being overly confident or arrogant Hopefully that's not the case, but with everything going on in the world, I'm conscious that we are having that transit on Saturday right after Venus and Mars meet Pluto because it might make some of the parties involved in world events a little bit overly confident in their choices. But let's see. On Saturday, we also have the moon squaring Pluto because the moon will be in Aries. And that is also an aspect that can make us assertive or confident or aggressive. So on Saturday, look for there to be some evidence of people being impulsive or losing their temper. Really Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think we're going to see some of that. Truly all week is in really intense emotionally. So as I said before, maintain your peace, be a force for harmony. How can you create peace within yourself and within your circle and your little part of the universe? Can you maintain the state of harmony? On Sunday, Mars moves into Aquarius and Venus also moves into Aquarius. Now they're moving so closely together that Mars moves into Aquarius at 1.23 a.m. Eastern and Venus moves into Aquarius at 1.30 a.m. Eastern. They are going to officially meet up for their second conjunction in a short while at 2.12 a.m. Eastern. I actually was listening to one of the many astrology podcasts that I listened to, and my favorite is Ann Ortley. And if you are an astrology nerd, I recommend you check her out. And she was saying that one of her astrologer friends was saying that it's been over 100 years since Mars and Venus met up so quickly two times in a row. So they met up on February 16th, right after Valentine's Day. That was the week that we had that full moon in Leo. And now they're meeting up on March 6th. It's only a few weeks apart. And they're not going to meet up again until February 2024. Having these two conjunctions so close together, this hasn't happened for over 100 years. And I know that that sounds like I am a broken record. I'm always saying this hasn't happened in 20 years. This hasn't happened in 35 years. This hasn't happened in 100 years. It hasn't happened in 245 years. I'm always throwing this at you. We are living in extraordinary times. 
we are living in times that are bringing us extraordinary astrology. So pay attention to what is going on around you. So just know that your soul chose to incarnate when it did. You chose to be here to sit on your couch at the edge of history, watching all of this happen. And so you were meant to be here and you were meant to be part of the collective energy that manifests this moment. And sometimes we have to be in the awe, be in the wonder, be in the mystery of it all. That is what Jupiter and Pisces is all about. And that's where we are this week. So it is pretty cool that Mars and Venus are meeting up twice in just about three weeks time. And I thought that was going to be a little bit more positive. I was very bullish on people dating during this period because it feels like when the relating planets come together, you can get on the same page with other people in your life. But of course, it's been really intense. And part of the reason it's been really intense is because they've had Pluto involved. Because remember, Venus had her retrograde all the way back in December, which started with her conjunction with Pluto in December. So this whole period of time that Venus has been in Capricorn has been dominated by her relationship to Pluto. And Pluto brings up the stuff that's really tough for us to look at. It unearths the secrets, the greed, the things that are not pretty, the places where we are being destructive, self-destructive, destructive to others. It brings up the trauma and the pain and the stuff that we generally don't really like to look at. So if you're like me, the Mars-Venus conjunction along with the Pluto of it all has brought up a lot of intense stuff and maybe some resentment. And this is stuff that we had to look at because if you don't look at it and if you don't deal with it, it's only going to come back more forceful next time. So we've had an incredible opportunity to work through some of the tough stuff in our relationships so that we can really see each other eye to eye. So yes, I was correct. The Venus-Mars conjunctions are helpful in getting on the same page. The process of getting on the same page might not have been as fun as I thought it was going to be. With that said, hopefully we're in for a little bit more fun on this next conjunction because they are not going to be meeting up in Capricorn. They will be meeting up at zero degrees Aquarius. Now that Mars and Venus have moved into Aquarius, Venus is actually going to catch up, tag Mars and pass him. So earlier this year, I was talking about this Venus-Mars period of time where they're basically traveling together for all of February and March. And I was thinking about it as the two of them are sitting in a car, Mars is driving and Venus is in the passenger seat and they're going together. But now I realize that it's more of a game of tag. So it's more like Venus was doing her thing, Mars came up from behind, gave her a real rough tap in the game of tag, and then ran past her. 
And now Venus is coming up from behind. She's going to shove Mars and then pass him. Hopefully because Venus is the more dominant force in this conjunction, we will have a different flavor this go round on March 6th. They will meet at zero degrees Aquarius. And if your ears are ringing and your antenna is going off, it means you've been listening to me for quite some time because you might remember that back at the end of 2020, we had the great conjunction, Saturn and Jupiter meet up at zero degrees Aquarius. So this is a hot degree. A lot of people who have come to me for readings in the past year and a half or so have something around that zero degrees Aquarius because it was lit up by that great conjunction. And that was the beginning of a 20 year cycle for all of us because not only do Jupiter and Saturn come together every 20 years, but it was the first time they came together in Aquarius since 1405. And it was a pretty big deal. And it shifted us from 200 plus years of those planets meeting up in earth signs to now meeting up in air signs for the next 200 plus years. Interesting, right? Because we're also talking about the Pluto return, which brings us back 245 years. So for most of the time that the United States of America has been a country, we have had those conjunctions occurring in earth signs, which is all about tangible wealth, building things, making things happen on the material earthly plane. And now we've entered a 200 year cycle where our values in terms of progress, because Jupiter and Saturn coming together, the great conjunction is always considered a transit of progress. Progress is going to be in the realm of air. Air is about connection. It's about ideas. It's about relationships. It's about intellectual pursuit interesting how things are shifting and how we're watching them shift. And now Venus and Mars are going to come together at that zero degrees Aquarius point in your chart and activate whatever began in December, 2020 for you. It's going to reinvigorate your 20 year cycle. So whatever you thought about working with or working on or devoting yourself to back at the end of 2020, you might get reinvigorated on that path this weekend. And then right after Venus and Mars move into Aquarius, and then they have their conjunction early in the morning on Sunday, the moon will move into Taurus. And that means that the moon is going to square Venus and Mars right away. And whenever we have a square, you know what that means. It's an invitation to take action. So you are going to be inspired to get going with that Venus-Mars conjunction right away at zero degrees Aquarius. And I'm excited for this because it's going to be a little bit of a shift in energy. We do have a lot of planets already in Aquarius. We've got Mercury and Saturn there. So it's not energy that's unfamiliar to us right now, but As we move away from Pluto, I'm hoping that things get a little bit lighter and brighter and freer and we can take a deeper breath because once we get these planets into Aquarius, Aquarius is a sign of logic. 
It likes to pull back and see the big picture. So imagine all of this discord that's going on and then everybody takes a big deep breath, steps back and says, let's look at this from a pragmatic, logical, non-emotional standpoint and we'll see what we have then. So remember, this week, it's about maintaining your peace, being a force for harmony, and taking care of yourself. Allow yourself to surrender. Allow yourself to have faith. Allow yourself to trust in Jupiter and all of his goodness that he's bringing us this week, because he really is bringing us a lot of goodness this week. There's so many wonderful cracks in the chaos for you to find light, for you to find healing, for you to find a sense of optimism and confidence. So when you find yourself taking yourself out by maybe scrolling too long online or watching too much cable news or checking the news apps or whatever it is, pull back Remember that is your job to maintain your peace and it is your place as a conscious human being who is tuned into this podcast, who wants to know the energy we're working with. It is your job to be a force of harmony in the world when there is so much disharmony that we are up against. So that's what I've got for you this week. And I know it's a lot. So take a moment to digest it. Take a few deep breaths. And let's actually close the podcast this week with a deep, deep breath here. And I want you to inhale, belly, ribs, and chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Inhale, belly, ribs, chest. Exhale, chest, ribs, belly. Inhale and exhale. And let's all send our breath, our prana, our love, our healing energy to the people of Ukraine. All right. Have a wonderful week. Maintain your peace and I'll talk to you soon. so glad you're here listening to the essential astrocast but i know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along so thanks to other listeners i created the astro cheat sheet you can save it in the photos on your phone and as we move through and if you wonder what is associated with aquarius what does mars rule you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. 
All right, I'll talk to you next week.